0: Hi guys, welcome to this episode of I was gonna say the coronavirus. <laughs> welcome to <laughs> That's all I'm thinking what about. might possibly be the last episode. <laughs> no, welcome to Yellow Bye. <laughs> um This is Minna and I'm Hager. <laughs> and we're sitting not six feet apart, unfortunately, but We really have been social distancing as best as we can. We don't even hug each other anymore. We don't, which is really odd for my family because everyone's super touchy. (laughs) Um, Who's taking it really hard is my mother. (laughs) Well, (laughs) who like my cousins came over and she refused to kiss them. (laughs) (laughs) My mom. Okay, so my mom is paranoid in normal life. So yeah, my mom treated life as if the coronavirus (laughs) was in full effect how, Before it even came yeah, how about. How we're treating the coronavirus is how mom treated life. Yeah, She's always. now stepped it up. Yeah, she's like 20 so times it's like worse. So it's on an unbearable level now. It's pretty wild. Honestly, she's been way more controlling than she already is, which is already hard for me to deal with. So the fact that I'm dealing with it times like a million is so frustrating for me. Um, but we so, really do hope. For ex- let's give people examples of Mama's insanity. She told me not to put not peppermint. not now. Like her normal insanity. She wash oh regularly before this virus was even yeah. a thing. She washes bananas on un- like before they're peeled. She washes fruits that are- we're gonna peel. So like the- ob- we're eating she the She makes me wash distance. my avocados. She makes me wash my bananas, my oranges, like stuff she like that. brings her own toilet paper. <laughs> in public so she doesn't have to resort to public toilet paper because people's hands are on the toilet paper my mom is pretty intense but recently it's been way more tense intense um i had some shoulder like soreness so i was putting peppermint essential oil on and she thinks that's gonna get me sick like it's things that like she just makes up and rides with (laughs) that's the thing i think like the world is like oh my god wash your hands mama's like she just takes it don't put essential life. oil on because you might die she just really like makes up her own things and then just lives in them yes we're not allowed like all our shoes are outside no shoes are allowed in the house anymore which is like normal for Arab households right but again she's just taking it to the next she's level. taking it next level like we're not allowed to step outside at all at all like we tried to take a walk today and it was just all hell broke loose It's really hard living my life right now. It really is. But no, it's hard because, like, I was telling my mom's sister, my mom's twin, that, like, the worst thing about this virus is my mom. Thinking, I'd rather go to work and, and risk she it. She said than that her daughter mom. said the same thing, so it's clearly a family. Their family's wild. No, but it's crazy. Like we've all been stuck in this house. Well, you longer than me, but me for the yeah. past two days, it's right? Been four days for me. I think. She's wanting to wash our hands obsessively. We've all been in the same house, and <laughs> yeah. we all haven't left. So, mm-hmm. like, wash your hands at a normal pace at this point, because if it's in this house, listen, it's, it's house. already. I think my my thing with like my beef with my mom right now, is I'm so stressed already. Like everything is stressing me out. The fact that I'm already losing jobs, the fact that I cannot go to work anymore, all production sets are completely closed off. That's stressing me out. On top of that, it's dealing with my mom telling me to wash my hands when I've just like been sitting in bed (laughs) is like so frustrating. But I mean, with with all that being said, we hope that everyone is safe. And everyone is, like, financially okay because I know that this is such a hard time for us. Um, And we hope that you're all checking on one another and that you're keeping your parents safe. And anyone who has an uh, (laughs) (laughs) an autoimmune disease safe as well. And just, like, be kind. Think about other people. Not just yourself. Always, but especially now. Yeah it's so weird it really is so weird the whole episode isn't going to be about this because i'm sure people are sick of hearing it i'm pretty sick of it too like the word just triggers me now no but like it's all we can talk about i really don't know how to talk about anything else anymore it's weird that this is life i was just thinking today i almost can't see past it i want to be as positive as i can because i think that's so important but I can't see past this right now. It's so hard for me to think like we're going to resume back to normal life. I just can't like it's, everyone is saying something different. It's so hard to follow the news. I'm getting emails from every single business in the freaking world. It's just so hard. I don't know. I don't know how you guys are dealing with it, but I'm actually extremely anxious and that's a lot to deal with also I'm so anxious I can't believe that I'm stuck inside I know it's so dumb to say because I know people have been through worse but for people like me I think my sanity comes from being outside and socializing so it really is hard for me to just sit indoors and like not even be able to go for a walk without my mom you know yelling at me like all of that because I was I went for a walk today and I was telling Hager that it wasn't even enjoyable because of everything that's happening yeah yeah but i think uh, for people like me who need to know what's happening it's so hard because everyone's like yeah it's really hard i think for people who are controlling because everyone's like oh we have to take it one day at a time which is honestly how we should take most of our life but yeah it's so hard not knowing when there's gonna be an end or if i'm gonna have a job by the end of this or it's just really hard um i think the one thing that I'm so sorry I cut you off. No, no, no. Just to take it one day at a time is so hard. Yeah. And that's the only thing we could do because no one knows when this right. is going to be over. So I think the one thing that I've been seeing over and over again, which is actually what we want to talk about, is people preaching and putting out statements that make other people feel bad. Like I'm seeing a lot, like stop panicking, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. no, let people feel whatever the fuck they're feeling. I'm sorry. It's not about you. And everyone is dealing with things the way they're going to deal with it. The way people deal with death is the way they deal with it. The way people deal with sickness is the way they deal with it. Losing jobs is the way they deal with it. Like people are allowed to feel however they want to feel. And honestly, only you know what works for you. Like why are we so hardcore with this? Like why do humans feel the need to like put all their shit on another human. like yeah. Because I think this way, you need to think this way. Yeah. It's so unhealthy, and it actually adds to the stress of it all, which is what I've been fe- like seeing. I've had to mute some posts about people getting so aggressive, and it's like, that's not necessary. It's already a difficult time. Yeah. I think that's why I wanted to come up with this episode. And we actually asked, and a lot of people said, don't talk about coronavirus, mm-hmm. so we're trying not to make it about that. But in general, we've had the sense that people just want to preach all the time. Um, And it's just, it's the least effective way to get your message across, I think. Like, for example, I know everybody was making fun of it, but, like, the people that went out and bought all the toilet paper, the people that freaked out over food, I get it. It's wrong. Uh, But I do think that some people deal with true panic issues. And some people really think, like, because they're more anxiety-prone, think the world is ending. So their way of solving the issue is going to stock up on shit. I know it's wrong and like they shouldn't be doing that. But if people, I I feel like if you just tell people things in a calm, measured way, their response will be better. But if you attack them, they're going to go on the defense Mm -hmm. and then they're going to like go the extra mile to prove that they were right. And I also think attacking people doesn't allow you the room to be empathetic and realize why people are doing what they're doing. For example, everyone was so quick to call the toilet people hoarders selfish. I get it. There's an element of selfishness there. Mm. But also, like you said, we're not looking at the bigger picture. Maybe they have extreme anxiety. Maybe they don't see anything other than what's happening right now, and that's leading them to panic buy. and. That in itself is like a mental health issue. So why are we so quick to be like, oh, selfish, blah, blah, blah. But also like, like, I know that a lot of people were shopping like crazy, but some people were shopping for multiple families. Some people were shopping for bigger families. Um, I just felt like a lot of what we've been doing during this virus is just passing judgment on everybody else. Right. And again, I know that obviously some people were acting in selfishness. But a lot of people weren't, and a lot of people were just doing what they thought was best at the time. I, um, when I went for my walk, I was so hesitant to, like, post a photo, and, like, it's so funny, because every time someone goes for a walk, they want to be so clear, like, just FYI, I, literally, I live in a neighborhood where it's empty, and it's, so like, like, I made sure I stayed yeah, six feet away from exactly, everybody. and it's, like, that... People feel the need to say that stuff because they know that the judgments are coming. And it's like, why do we not live in a world where, like, we can freely do things and, like, give people the benefit of the doubt? Um, bigger picture, though, I think that's just the way people are with social media now. Everyone feels like they have the... Like, they're so entitled to leave comments, leave DMs, doing all of that, like, while preaching. Yeah, And that's been an issue, I think. I never noticed until I started the meme shop and then realized how much that happens. And it's not that the comments we sometimes get bother me or I'm not pissed off at them, but I try to understand why people feel the need to act very entitled. I never comment. If I have a criticism, I think I message it. I, first of all, never leave public comments. Mm -hmm. This is not to say don't leave public comments. You can leave whatever you want on our page. Like, I'm not just, like, it's not... I don't know how to say this without it coming out the way me and you talk about it very naturally. So, well, first of all, I want to talk about it the way we talk about it. Like, so let's put like an alert, like nothing we say here is meant to be offensive. We're just speaking out loud and the podcast is meant to be us speaking out loud without filtering ourselves. But I get it if... So I get it if you're, let's say, posting something that's explicitly racist or sexist or... Or very obviously offensive. obviously meant to be offensive and you're just being like careless about it mm-hmm. yeah sure people are going to comment but like for example a comment we got on one of our posts was the krumb post and someone was like oh this is super offensive and the post was basically saying like all my i don't you you did it it was pretty much like where there's mashy, i'll be there ex- unless it's krumb and it was very like i think that like it's not an unpopular opinion i think it's a very popular opinion but the comment was, like, this is the inferior... In in the comment itself, it was, like, this is an inferior opinion, which, first of all, there's no such thing as inferior opinion, uh, which I just said, the popular or unpopular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, she was also saying that she was extremely offended at the comment. At first, I thought it was a joke, but then I no, realized the serious. person was being serious. So we get comments like that a lot on posts like that, where it's, like... I can't help but think that this person was looking to be offended that day, because it's not about something. We're talking about food. It's very obviously, and a it's joke. not even a food that I think is like related to one nationality where no, you could no, be like, "Oh, not this is offensive all. to my people." Like, not at all. If anything, it's Egyptian, and we are yeah. Egyptian. But like, yeah. I mean, not at all. And it's the meme shop as a whole. We built it because we didn't want people to take it seriously. We feel as Arabs, we're always in the middle of like political arguments. We're always, it sucks that we feel this way and it sucks that like the West always looks at us this way and that we're in so many like political turmoil that like we feel, like we feel it. Me and Hager feel this all the time. That's why we wanted to create the meme shop for it to be like, hey, this is a space where we can just be fun, we can just be light. Yeah, We when can I, really show the good yeah. and the, like, we always say, like, the colorfulness of our mm-hmm. culture. We never, ever, ever show that on the norm. So why not create a page that does just that? So it's weird when we get these comments and it's like, everyone's so offended. And Well, I heard um, Jesse Williams, huh, my love, from last episode. <laughs> so he was talking once about this game that he created. I forgot the name. But it was basically about black culture. And... um one of the reasons he created the game was because he felt like black people always had to be defending themselves. They always had to be angry about something because, you know, American society and the world also tells them to has mm-hmm. given them many reasons to be angry. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just wanted to create basically a game within black spaces, within black communities for people to let their guard down and just take life for fun, for a change. And the same thing or, or something similar happens in Arab communities where we always feel like we have to be defending our culture and defending our countries which and def- we get, defending our religions, way, yeah. and which is valid. Again, we do it all the time, every single time. Me and any time I hear the word Arab on a bus or train or whatever, I have to look and I have to take my headphones down right. and I have to see what people are saying. It's like paranoia. Right. Because or Muslim whatever it is because I've lived through it and it's something that I have to live through every single day and it sucks by the way it's not fun to live that way like it's right. not fun to always want to be like be in like defense mode and want to attack whoever's saying this yeah. about my culture. So, sorry, I cut you off. No, but yeah. no, but yeah, so we wanted to create a place, basically, like you said, where that can all, the guard could be let down, we're all Arabs, or we're that's all to Middle Let's make fun Eastern. of each other. Nothing is, like, nothing is, like. And done and foul. Yeah, like, not at yeah. all. When people are like, oh, Egyptians are so loud, Egyptians, blah, 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 like, that's, I don't get offended. It's so funny to me, and it's like, why can't we just all take the lightness of it and, like, appreciate it for what it is, and, like, yes, if we post something, you guys, that's, offensive check us yeah like, let us uh, know 1000% like and we're not so in tune with like current events so sometimes we'll post something like i believe we posted something about nancy We Agnes, posted the nancy Agron post and it's me because i'm in charge of like most social posts for the meme shop i I'm the least... Like, I do not know anything about current events. You don't like, know celebrity news. I don't know yeah. it. And it's, like, not something that interests me. Like, I don't care if Nancy Algram did this or And it Ogram had happened that. that we posted that post on, like, the same week that her husband was, was charged trial for or murder something? or something yeah. like that. So the I person got no offended. Idea. Yeah. We had no idea because we don't follow celebrity news. But then again, the- I did tell you that we have to start keeping up with what's happening in the Arab yeah. world since we are saying that we're, you know, posting on behalf of the Arab world. But... I just feel like sometimes if someone fucks up, which happens, you can tell them in a way (laughs) where it's like, hey, didn't know if you knew this, but instead of being like, this is degrading to humanity, like that does nothing that puts the other person on the defense. And there's no learning aspect. Like I, when, first of all, when someone was like, this is extremely insensitive because of the Nancy thing, like. First of all, she gave me no context of what happened. Like, I did not know. We had to actually ask. We had to be like, oh, Uh, hey, what's actually And I actually did. And and honestly, and I appreciate it because now I know. Right. But there's also a way, and we've gotten this aspect of it too, like this, the other way of dealing with it, which is like DMs or like some people like trying to explain certain stuff to us or some people saying, hey, like, please post like this. This is so funny in like Moroccan um, culture or this is so funny in Saudi culture, whatever it is. I appreciate that so much because, first of all, it's a DM, so we can both be very open and honest and, like, discuss Mm -hmm. whatever it is the issue, like, whatever the issue is. And I don't know, like, there's more of a back and forth. There's more of, like, a personal feel and it's not like, oh, you're attacking me, I'm attacking you. I don't want that at all. Yeah. Especially in the meme shop, especially because our mission was always what we just had explained. Um, and this isn't even about the meme shop. This is just about, ge- like, Yeah, so in I actually want to open yeah. it up to, like, in general. But, like, so much of this happens. First of all, cancel culture is real, and it's so toxic. It is. It really is. And, and I it, actually don't care if we get shit for saying that. No, it is, because it, it allows people... It disables people to grow. I want to just... I want to say one thing, and this is going to be a comparison that might be a little, like, wild. But, um... Me and Hager talk a lot about, like, incarceration and how we do believe that people who've committed crimes should be in prison and should. Well, like, I don't know if I do, but go on. I'm saying, like, we want people to be, like, rehabilitated. That's, like, the whole thing, right? Right. So that is kind of equivalent to cancel culture, where it's, like, if you do something wrong, we want you to, like, I don't believe in, like, punishment and that's it. You should be punished for the rest of your life no i want you to realize what you did and like rehabilitate if that yeah, makes any and, sense and come back to society and be appreciated version. and be welcomed obviously this does not apply if you are a rapist or if you are a murderer like uh, uh, whatever there's a system for that we are not, not getting the into people that, that. yeah should we're, be like we're about not getting this, into right. that Cause I, I get it when women are like, "Oh my God, you expect this," but like, no, not people who like Harvey have, Weinstein. Yeah, Go, like I'm happy the Lord that, that he's gotten time. Like, justice was served. Yes, exactly. But I'm talking about people who, for example, have said the wrong thing in 2014 when none of us were woke when they were also kids. A lot of these people said shit when they were like kids. They didn't know what the hell they were saying. Do I think it was right? No, not justifying it in any way. But if someone is so sincere and is apologizing and is saying like I was wrong, I completely regret this, and they're taking ownership of what they said, and they've learned also, and they've done the work to learn one hundred percent. Then why, as a society, should we still say nope, you're canceled? That's like saying you've never made a mistake in your life, and that everything you do gives you the like right to be canceled. I don't believe in that. I'm sorry, like I that just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but yeah, like I'll look at Kim Kardashian's posts and a lot of her views and values, I don't see eye to eye with her, but then you'll read the comments and they're just crazy. Like, why do we feel so entitled to tell this woman how to live her life? Why? Like, why are these comments so insane and so aggressive? But comments are aggressive about everything. So I love Armchair Expert. Yeah. So I go and look at their reviews. People are just... (laughs) really intense Mm -hmm. like the things they get mad about are just super super intense and i just feel like we go out into this world nowadays with the sense of feeling like the world is against you like everyone who's going to say a comment means it to hurt your feelings yeah or to hurt you or to hurt your people or to hurt women and sometimes people just don't know i'm not saying that's excusable you should learn Mm -hmm. but then give people the chance to learn so, for example, actually, the one of my bosses... Mm-hmm. Um, actually, let me not say his name. But, like, he has views that I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Um, he I was view- like, which one? <laughs> he has views that I don't agree with on race or... He's, like, more conservative. I don't think he's, exp- I don't think he's racist. I think he just has know any better views also. that are mm-hmm. born out of fear. Mm-hmm. So, when he says those things, I kind of can see that he... Needs to understand more. So then I provide him with information. Instead mm-hmm. of being like, you're disgusting. You're racist. Like, what does that do? That does nothing. Right. And I think, I truly think me being in their life has changed so many of their views. One thousand percent. I really think 1, so. One thousand percent. So, I just feel like if I was offended and if I had quit immediately, that wouldn't have done anything. Mm-hmm. Our first um two-star rating on this podcast we it was followed by like a comment on one of our posts so well, we don't know this at all someone gave us a two-star rating we it no only made sense was. though i i'm <laughs> speculating but it just does make sense anyway i messaged one of my friends who is like a big podcaster um and i was like how the hell do you deal with like bad comments and she was like we live in a society where everyone wants to say something people are so ready to be offended so she's like i have zero advice for you like it's just gonna keep happening and it's just gonna keep coming up and you just have to like build thick skin and i think we do have thick skin we know that not everything we put out is going to be accepted by everyone and i get it and i don't love everything that i hear i don't love every post like it's fine but like what i feel like i believe in is be open-minded and if you do have something to say say it in a way where it's like constructive and not just hey like i want to be an asshole right now and comment i actually am a huge fan of people having a lot of opinions i think that's the way it should be yeah i just think imagine we all thought the same thing right (laughs) or imagine having to suppress your opinions Mm -hmm. i really think you should say what you have to say but i'm just saying before you say it First of all, think if this this comment is going to lead to a conversation or if it's going to lead to the person being like defensive and mm-hmm. just blocking you or not listening to you at all because if your point if your point is to make the world a better place, then that's the least effective way to go about it. Right. Um Like, for example, again, we posted something. We act like we get hate comments all the time. We actually don't. Like, 99.999% of the comments we get are amazing. Are so positive. It's amazing. Like, the rest of life, always the negative is the one that stands out. It's the one that stands out out the most, which is also bad on us. Like, we should appreciate every single comment. Um, We posted something about, like, Arab women being hairy. And I loved the conversation that took place in that comment section because it was, like, we were all kind of, like, going back and forth in such a respectful way. The initial comment was extremely, like, respectful. Right. Um, And that is something where it's, like, oh, like, maybe I Because I don't care about being hairy. I'm so open about being hairy. I can't be insensitive about someone else because someone else might be insecure about it. Or it might be the thing that they... Always hated about themselves at a young age, and it continued to grow with them until they're here now. Whatever it is, it was such a good conversation. So a amazing. lot of women were saying like, "Oh, I love, I love that now I can take being hairy as a pride thing." Like some people were, some people were like, "No, but no. we've been stigmatized for it." Like, right. So I love the conversation. Right, yeah. and it's like if all comments were like that, I would love that. It like opens up, and it's something that's like, I learned something that day. You learned mm. something that day. So it's like. If we're getting comments like that, this wouldn't have even, like, been a conversation that we would talk about. Or if it's, like, all the comments on the internet were similar to that, wouldn't even be a conversation. Um, and I truly, I get it when we're talking about something political, which we never do. But, like, I get it when people have real intense arguments when it's on a political post or mm-hmm. on a cultural. Like, most of our shit is, like, movies, food, like, Music. that's what we talk about. Mm-hmm. Um and that's intentional. It's not because we don't have the capacity to talk about something else. That is intentional. We want this space to be just light. When we were bouncing off ideas about like what we wanted the meme shop to be, I think one of the first things we ever said was like we're not talking about politics. Like Arabs are always talked about when it comes to politics. We want to not even bring it up at all. Yeah. And like what sets us apart, I think versus like other meme, meme arab meme pages which there are a lot of them is that they always do mix in politics and we try our hardest never to talk about politics because that's not what we want the page to be arabs are so much more than politics um and that's actually something so funny cuz sometimes i'll look at our page or and I'll be like, damn, should we talk about things that are a little bit more heavy? And we do that a little bit more on Yellow By. And I, I think that's why we wanted to start this yeah. is that we wanted to be a little bit more dense on here because we never want to change the mission yeah. of the meme shop. But sometimes they think that and I'm like, "Ugh, are people going to think we're stupid and we can only or empty. laugh or yeah. empty headed? I think but that then, too. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm like, first of all, there's so many places where that's being done. That's number one. And number two, and we'll always be promoting those places. Like personally, I, I'm such a big fan of like those pages that are doing that, like Yola. Let's talk, where like they're opening up the discussion. Well, they do a little bit of both, which is great, which is amazing. And it's like they're one of the pages that I love, and I appreciate what they do. So. But, um, so yeah, it goes a little bit with the point of this episode is that you don't always have to be the wokest person in the room. You really don't. You can, And you will never be the wokest person in the room because you there's always something that you're ignorant yourself. to. Like, yeah. I'm pro that. Let's all educate ourselves. Let's all learn how to accept. But like, you don't always have to prove, actually. That's what I should say. Prove mm-hmm. that you're the wokest person in the room. And you don't always have to be talking about the current moment. Like, you could literally just take a second and breathe. Mm-hmm. I think it's... Good for all of our mental health. Um, But yeah, is this this all our episode? How long have we been recording for? Oh, wow. 26 minutes. Very very short episode. Wait, but that... Like, I feel like we talked for so long. I mean, are we done? Honestly, guys, I want to know how you're feeling right now. I can't... I know I don't want to bring it back to this virus, but I've been so stressed out. Hager, you know, Hager's just... Moving around as if we're not in people's ears right now. She's scratching herself. <laughs> so That's going to be so cringe to hear. I'm oh fine, my God. Man. I'm just, I'm so uncomfortable. How How and your you? voice is so in and out How right are now? you always comfortable when we record? Um, let's actually leave some people with tips. Like what have you been doing? Okay, but I have quarantine? a new segment. Oh, what's your new segment? So and then I have mintahlu. I don't know the name of the song. But your tahta and your foot, your pit and your peak. Of the week? Yay! Oh, nice. Oh, We were about to high five, but we elbowed instead. (laughs) Okay, so tips for coronavirus survival? For quarantine survival. So I'm still working from nine to five. Like, I'm working from home, but I'm working from nine to five. Mm -hmm. Which, as you've witnessed, I don't do a lot of my (laughs) job. So I do have somewhat of a schedule and I think that's what's keeping me sane versus you who has no schedule and I think that's driving you insane. Yeah, it's driving me absolutely bonkers, mate. Like, I feel crazy. But what's a tip? So tip one one is to make a schedule. Give two tips and I'll give two tips. Yeah, so my tip is to make a schedule. So act as if you're in real life. Like, get up at a certain time, still do whatever routine you do and have a schedule. My second tip is to read because I feel like people have been watching a lot of things and watching movies and TV as much as I love it. It's passive. So you're something is you being still done sluggish. to you. Yeah. Like, so your mind could still wander, but reading is active. So when you're reading, you have to you're actively read each yeah. word um, so you're more involved in the world of the book versus mm-hmm. a movie where you're still kind of in reality uh, yeah in reality yeah, your like brain kind of shuts down mm-hmm. so, I agree with the reading but I'm because so I want to give too. you another tip I'll say the complete opposite <laughs> watch as much as you <laughs> no. can. I was gonna say rediscover YouTube man like there are some serious gems on YouTube <laughs> also clean your space every single day like wake up clean and then like lay back down on the that's what you've been doing I make my bed and then I go outside in the living room hell no I like make my bed and I'm like great (laughs) looks pretty enough for me to sleep in for the next 24 hours (laughs) Um, (laughs) okay the pit of my week is no we're not calling it pit and week my tahta of the week (laughs) there you go i think we're gonna have to rename it um, and anyway, i think we should start with it yeah um so the tahta of my week <laughs> is honestly the no just like learning about how many people are losing their jobs and just panicking and it's it's just not a happy time to be alive yeah. um the the full. Pit, the full of my week is uh, seeing how much people are getting together and seeing how many people are providing for their community. And that's always really nice. Yeah. So the tahta of my week. <laughs> I feel so <laughs> stupid so so to stupid. say. <laughs> um, so the tahta of my week is honestly same, being stressed out about if I'm going to have a job or not by the end of this. For sure. Um, Like money, money stress has been real. Money stress has been real. Health stress obviously has been real, but like also money stress. And the full of my week is, um, well, I heard that a story that I pitched is going to go through. I can't talk more about it, but that's been amazing news to hear in the midst of all this. So I'm excited about that. And oh, all those Italy videos, guys. Italy's doing it right. They're They've just amazing. Green. They've There's like so many videos of people like they do screens, projectors with the movie on the like wall, outdoor people um, dancing and, and DJing. And, yeah. and it's been amazing. Did you see the Trevor Noah video? Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh, I can show you the, the world. Nothing like that will happen in New York. People are just too annoyed to do that in New York. I actually think when New York comes together, we really come together. But we don't have tight alleyways like that. I just also don't think like I think when someone's home we're home. That's it. Like yeah, we're know, watching. We're movies. not connected in that way. Even like, I bet you when Egypt quarantines for real though. It's some, we're gen, gonna get some gonna good gems. When any Arab place country. And, yeah. Yeah. Um what's your sa'afulu this week? Whoa, I was not prepared for that. Oh my god, my saafulu this week is an Instagram page I found. It's called Interspecies Friendships and it's like different types of animals like coming together so like a cat and a dog cuddling like a giraffe and like a little dog cuddling like all these like really cute videos like this it's like the sheeps and the dogs and they're just so cute so it's all these like animals like a deer and a cat like interacting i'm looking at it now that's why i'm like like but it's such a cute page and it like made me smile through the stress of this all It's interspecies friendships, and it's celebrating the amazing and unlikely friendships between animal species. (laughs) Oh, that's really cute. It's so cute, you guys. Don't you wish we had a cat during this time? I was just telling my friend um, that I wish I was an animal. (laughs) Like, I love being a human, but... (laughs) was also not high. I don't ever get high, because <laughs> I feel like this is such a high conversation. Yeah. But like, I love being a human. But for the first time ever, I've wanted to like be an animal. Like, imagine being a dog and being so oblivious as to like I've always what's wanted to going be a horse. on. I actually do think that animals are very aware, and we don't give them well, that much Well, I mean, credit. I bet you all the animals in the streets are like, "Where are all the humans?" Oh, that just made me so sad. I think they're happy that we're not there. That's true too. That, that could be true. But, like, dogs are probably so excited that, pet, like, yeah. that their pet, owners are, like, playing. Maybe they're annoyed, that They want their own time. Oh, my God. Like When is she going to work? No, but dogs love humans. Maybe cats. Cats, cats are, are probably really off. annoyed. Cats are, like, pissed the fuck off. Yeah. Cats are like, I've been doing this for my whole life now. You dumbass humans want to come and do this. <laughs> I really want a cat. I wish we had a cat during this time. We could cuddle. Yeah. You don't have to self distance from your cat. I know. Uh social distance, I mean. <sighs> my Saafulu, oh man, I forgot. Oh, My Safulu is Boy Meets World, guys. I downloaded Disney Plus. Wait, I we just got an a Only message for Boy Meets World from our group chat and Nabila just said, "I'm going to watch Boy Meets World." Oh, I didn't even know she said that. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god, she just said it like a minute so, ago. So Boy Meets World is the best. I in my opinion, Boy Meets World is the best show it's one of the best yes yes but i'm just saying like for the cozy mood like life lessons george feeney is a gem feeney. Feeney. Um, eric is my favorite eric, eric Corey. Favorite. i just feel like if you didn't grow up watching boy meets world you should definitely go back and watch it i'm pretty sure it's gonna seem super corny now but it's, it's not amazing it's the best so, um, I love it. If you guys want my Disney Plus password, <laughs> I'm, here. I'm here for you. Guys, we love you. Take your vitamins. Drink your water. Wash, wash your, your hands. hands. <laughs> if I hear someone If say you <laughs> live in mama's world, you can also develop a system where you wash your hands in the bathtub. <laughs> because for some reason, that's a lot safer I than, oh yeah, I don't get it. Just ridiculous rules. Be grateful that your mother... It's, it's not my mother. Saying, I asked Nabila, "Is it because your mom acting like this?" She's like, "No, no I think it's just I know. like she, she's just really." We're all on edge. Pray for us. I someone asked me like, "How's your family doing?" I'm like, "We're all getting on each other's last nerve." Well, really, it's just moments. me and my mom. All, yeah. all right, guys, we will see you next time. Yella, bye. bye.